0: Rise Up theme song, take six. Answering the difficult and critical questions youth may face that relate to Mormon culture and teachings. This is the Rise Up podcast, produced by Fair Mormon. Tom works with North Star LDS, an organization designed to offer support, and counsel for individuals, friends, family, or clergy that are experiencing same-sex attraction or homosexual inclinations. Speaking from personal experience with this issue, Tom shares insights on how to be a faithful Latter-day Saint, whether experiencing SSA yourself
1: or someone you know. A good friend of mine once told me uh, in in talking about same-sex attraction and our approach to it as members of the church that those who love the most will win the hearts and minds of those who experience same-sex attraction. And I'm not sure as members of the church that's always been us. I think we want to make sure that we're doing our part to be really loving and supportive and kind in our approach to, to those who, who uh, deal with this challenge. So certainly this applies to youth. Um, youth are looking for answers. They're looking for support and acceptance. As members of the Lord's Church, we have a sacred responsibility to provide a safe place where youth can address their feelings, acknowledge those feelings, and then get answers uh, to tough questions and provide that place where they can develop their faith and come to fully recognize that regardless of the challenges they face, um, they belong with us in the Lord's Church. I think the fear of of rejection is— maybe the biggest challenge uh, that, that youth in the church face um, when, they, when they deal with same-sex attraction. And uh, I, I know for me personally, experiencing same-sex attraction, that was my, my biggest fear, was rejection. And I was so afraid that people would find out about this issue for me, find out that I, that I dealt with this, and that it would destroy my life, that I developed a, a huge amount of shame. And I, I lived in that shame for a long time. And kind of wallowed in it, I think unaware uh, in, a, in a lot of ways of, of what it actually was. And I think that shame lent itself to some pretty serious depression, some feelings of just that I didn't have a ton of self-worth or that I didn't measure up or that I wasn't as, as worthy as others might be because of uh, this challenge. And so it kept me quiet and it kept me, kept me hidden and you know, struggling with these thoughts and feelings on my own. I've never acted uh, on these feelings, but I still carry just a massive amount of shame and I know how debilitating that can be for, for someone who's uh, dealing with this. I think it's important that other youth who aren't experiencing this challenge come to, to understand it as a challenge like any other, something that's part of our mortal experience. We don't necessarily know why people deal with this issue. I don't know that that matters as much as we think it does sometimes. I think what matters with any challenge that we face in life is how we respond to it. Sometimes I'll, I'll use the analogy of uh, feelings of anger. If we have a tendency towards anger and we act on those feelings of anger, things could be bad. We could hurt someone, we could damage our relationships, we could certainly cause some serious problems for ourselves, end up in jail, uh, even worse. Not all feelings that we have uh, should be acted upon. In, in the Lord's Church, we're taught that feelings of, of same-sex attraction shouldn't be acted upon, and that we need to find healthy expression and outlets for our feelings, and not act out sexually uh, on those feelings, and that that sexual sin is pretty serious seems that the Lord's pretty concerned with uh, how we get into this life and how we get out of it. And He's given us some pretty direct commandments about uh, how we use that co-creative or procreative power. and He's, he's told us that it shouldn't be used except for uh, in, in marriage. I think, I think youth come to this issue, this uh, issue of homosexuality or same-sex attraction with some real honest questions like, is it okay to be friends with people who, who deal with the issue? And again, my message would be, of course, we are, we are called by the Savior to love um, and to lead out and to teach. I, I think of, of a youth, a young person struggling with, with same-gender attraction feelings uh, coming to the Savior. And and, and I, I think of what he would do uh, in that instance, and I can't help but think that he would love first, um, that he would teach and that he would inspire and encourage. I don't have any doubts uh, about how he would respond there. Certainly, he would not condone sin, and, and I don't believe we are to either, but I think he would love first and uh, support and counsel and teach and I think as, as disciples of Christ, that's what we're expected to do as well. Certainly, I think there's no place um, for bigotry as members of the church and as Christian disciples. Um, no place for, for name-calling um, or bullying or anything, regardless of the circumstances. We don't, as, as members of the church, we don't, we don't have the right to reject people. We don't, we don't have the right to uh, withhold love Again, regardless of the issue, um, and I think we can do that. I think we can we can love people and support people without condoning sin or without supporting things that we know uh, aren't in line with our standards and things that that we don't necessarily agree with. I think sometimes in the church we develop kind of this mentality that to support someone who who deals with same gender feelings is to maybe be supportive of sinful practices or unrighteous beliefs. And, and I don't think this is a correct idea. We can love and support people uh, without supporting their choices. I see this on a daily basis with youth. I work with youth and I see youth supporting each other who have different values, different belief systems, come from different walks of life and different ethnic backgrounds. And they get along and they support each other and they're friends and they're good to each other. And, you know, if one's going to do something the other doesn't agree with, it, they don't necessarily have to, to join in with that. But they can still have a good, respectful relationship, be on good terms. And that's what I would challenge youth to do, to be loving and supportive. Um, absolutely, you can be friends with people. This is a really difficult challenge. I can't think of, of a more important Situation where we reach out uh, in love and seek to seek to strengthen and help others. We're we're commanded to to lift up the hands that hang down and to strengthen the feeble knees. And when I think of of those I know that have dealt with the, the challenge of same same sex attraction, uh, myself included, I I think man, there are some times where my hands or their hands have hung down, um, knees have been feeble, and there have been great people who have have lifted me up and strengthened me, many of them members of the church. When I was young, I heard some rough stuff uh, said by really good people and, and people who I consider to be good members of the church, um, some really nasty things and hurtful things said about homosexuals or people dealing with same-sex attraction. And again, it caused some, some major fear in me, fear of rejection. I didn't want them to feel that way about me if they learned those things about me. I think quite the opposite has happened as I've been open about this issue. Um, as an adult, as I've shared it with people in my life, I've been uh, overwhelmed by the love and support and encouragement and, and friendship that's been extended to me by many people in my life, family and friends, uh, many of them, again, uh, members of the church, some some not. Same-sex attraction and other Gender-related issues are important and sometimes controversial topics um, that youth are definitely aware of and often confused by, but there are answers to be found. Uh, the leadership the church has has given us clarity on how to respond to these issues if we're personally affected by them, and they've instructed us on how to treat others who are
2: experiencing them. Our hearts reach out to those who struggle with feelings of affinity for the same gender. We remember you before the Lord. We sympathize with you. We regard you as our brothers and our sisters. However, we cannot condone immoral practices on your part any more than we can condone immoral practices on the part of others. The gates of freedom and the good or bad beyond swing open or close to the password choice. Pressure is put on legislatures to legalize unnatural conduct. They can never make right that which is forbidden in the laws of God. Sometimes we are asked why we do not recognize this conduct as a diverse and acceptable lifestyle. This we cannot do. We did not make the laws. They were made in heaven before the foundation of the world. We feel and understand why some feel that we reject them. That is not true. We do not reject you, only immoral behavior. We cannot reject you, for you are the sons and daughters of God. We will not reject you because we love you.
1: The the brethren, the leadership of the church have taught us uh, that it's not that it's not wrong to have same gender feelings or same gender attractions. Um, that that sin comes in when we start acting on uh, on those feelings, um, just like any other immorality or sin that's happening outside uh, the outside a marriage relationship. It's sinful and wrong. Um, but it's important to have that distinction that it's not a sin or immoral uh, for someone to be struggling with these feelings or thoughts. Um, you know, again, giving too much. Uh, to those thoughts, dwelling on them too much, uh, having immoral or lustful thoughts is problematic. But, but someone having a high pitched voice or uh, a, a male having some effeminate traits, uh, a female having some more masculine traits, is not sinful and certainly not uh, cause for for rejecting someone or not treating them with love and dignity and respect. A quote I love that I think uh, really has has helped in in an approach to to the issue of same sex attraction from from President Thomas S. Monson is never let a problem to be solved become more important than a person to be loved. And I think sometimes the problem of same gender, same gender attraction can become so big um, or so controversial with people that we lose sight of, of this person that's dealing with this challenge, this person to love. And I think if we'll focus on that, the problem becomes more manageable. Um, It's not the biggest part of who any of us are, Um, it is just, just a part of us like so many other challenges or weaknesses. And I would just say that, man, if, if there are members of the church who need others to have their back, um, to, to kind of just wrap their arms around them and say, you're with us, stick with us. You belong with us. Um, that's what young people experiencing same, same gender attraction need. Uh, they need people to put their arm around them and say, we love you. There's a place for you here. You belong just like anybody else. We need to have an I got your back mentality. Um, I got you, and I'll I'll support you and help you out and and help you in this journey.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Rise Up. This has been a production of Fair Mormon. This and other podcasts are available at fairmormon.org. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of Fair Mormon or The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes under the name Mormon Faircast. Questions or comments can be posted at blog.fairmormon.org in conjunction with this episode. Tune in each week for another episode of Rise Up. Thank you for listening.